1: And now, we return to the purveyors of real
0: estate knowledge. Your Real Estate Chalk Talk. Hey, welcome back to the program. This is your Real Estate Chalk Talk. We're broadcasting from the Rack Shack Barbecue Studio here in Egan, Minnesota. dot Group.com. H-I-T-T-N-E-R Group. All one word. dot Group.com. Or give us a call. 612-627-8000. 612-627-8000. We'd be happy to help you in any way that we can. All with no cost and absolutely no obligation. So we got Pete the Plumber in the studio, and he's uh, stepping in for Rob. Actually, Rob was supposed to be here talking about heating and uh, and cooling and some of the challenges uh, at this time of the year, and he ran into a challenge this morning.
1: He ran into a challenge, yeah. It's a, I think it's a 12-unit building, a commercial boiler, and we were Ooh. out on it last night, and and I don't really know what's going on. He just called me last night and said, can you fill in? I go, okay. I know enough about heating to be dangerous if you want to go down that road. Uh, you uh, you're,
0: uh, What do you need? Oh, I was just saying, Pete, don't tap your mic. Oh, you're tapping your net with your <laughs> finger. They <laughs> They hear. They hear oh, nervous, uh, he's nervous. He's nervous. nervous. <laughs> again. So nervous. It's okay, Pete. Well, yeah, you you guys are so intimidating. Up. All right, all right. <laughs> okay, so now, <laughs> so Rob was out to our house. So I have a boiler. So he was out to our house uh, working, and uh, I have uh, the boiler's fine, but we have these air handlers and stuff yeah. like that. And so I had some kind of a widget that wasn't working right. And so we lost heat in the pool room. Recently? Yeah. Boy, And so he got it uh, kind of jerry-rigged so that it was working again. and uh, But he's missing a part. Now the part came in. and uh, Darlene just uh, emailed me uh, yesterday, I think it was, and said the part's in now. So he's got to get out and get that put in so that he can. Because if, if you turn the heat on, it's like on. Mm. Right, yep. it never goes off. It's just on. Mm-hmm. So you got to then turn the turn the thing off and and uh, keep it regular that way. Kind of that's expensive too, because I think that's five thousand square feet right there, isn't it? It's I two thousand square feet oh, that in it? that one room. So yes, <laughs> with twenty foot ceilings. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, when you heat that up, it's uh, the meters spinning on yeah. on that bad boy.
1: Yeah, our heating guys are pretty good at that. They'll find a way to. They'll usually try and find a way to bypass it or something. Right, if the part's not available, and right. that's what he did. He, that's you know, exactly he what rewired he rewired something to to bypass. Mm. It. And I
0: tell you, because and I've said this before, because I have had uh, the people who installed the system. Mm-hmm. I won't name the company. They're still around. Everybody knows them. Uh, when I needed service on it, they didn't know how to service it. Oh, jeez, that's and crazy, like, isn't it? Well, you guys put it in. How can you not know how to service it? Well, the guy that installed it didn't work there anymore. And so, and it was uh, more of a commercial application. And they're used to, they're purely residential. So they they didn't know how to deal mm. with the boiler and the whole system. And so we tried a, a number of different companies uh, that we know of th- that were residential. And they came out and looked at it. And, I mean, I had the schematics out there and all that stuff. And they were just, like, clueless. And then... Uh, and then we uh ran into uh h u c and and uh, your guy what what's what is the name of the boiler guy the old guy comes jim 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 comes out with the hat he comes you up, know yep, you just got, know he's got the hat on dirty hat on and and uh, it's like this guy know you know that this guy knows what he's doing right <laughs> he comes in there and he knew exactly what was going That's on awesome. with that system and then rob's been taking care of it ever since it's terrific so
1: so, what are you staying busy with right now, Pete? A lot of maintenance. And there's not a lot of no heat calls. Nothing. It's kind of warm right now. Mm-hmm. Things aren't running nonstop. That's mm-hmm. what it takes. I mean, okay. as soon as we get a real good cold snap, there'll be a lot of breakdowns. Um, but it's a lot of maintenance, and it's you know it'll be. We do a lot of apartment and stuff like that. It'll be no okay. heat in this unit or no heat in that unit. It's a zone situation type mm-hmm. thing. That's what we're running into. Plumbing wise, we're staying pretty steady. Yeah, um, there's we've had some interesting projects going, but give us one. What's an interesting project? We did you've been one. On? Well, you know they've gone through phases um, where they ran water lines underground from one side of the basement to the other side of the basement. Okay. For a heated floor, or just no, to, just to get the so they didn't have to run the water line through the when they choice. built the property. They did old houses, really old houses in Saint Paul have it. And um, then they went through a phase in the '60s where they did that in like Bloom or uh, Burnsville and really, um, yeah. So some of those houses built like that. Well, we had uh, a one leaking under the sure. slab. Sure, sure. So it's either you know get the leak detection company out there find it and start it. breaking open the floor and start remodeling the basement for them because it was all finished. Mm-hmm. So the plumber that was out there, Keith, was out there and he found a way to repipe it. So all they have to do is build a soffit. Mm-hmm. So we're basically bypassing. We'll just cut it out. It'll be dead right. in the dead dead in the ground. They did that uh-huh. yesterday. I had two plumbers out there all day. Wow. And so that wasn't a cheap project, but it was a heck of a lot better than jackhammering jackhammer no, the floor, which would have cost them three times as much because you got to find it, and mm-hmm. then it's really hard to. Yeah, if you see a plumber walk into your house with a jackhammer, not, not a good, good thing. But, no, not unless you want them to have a jackhammer. That's horrible. You're putting in a basement bathroom, but Man. but that's that's kind of interesting. We run into that periodically. Really? I don't know if you guys have ever seen mm-hmm. one because you got to get the right era of house. Yeah. Mm. So you um, just
0: cut it off, and it just it's dead. It's dead under the house, dead
1: underground. Cool. Because if there's one leak, we can fix that. But when's the next one going to show up? Right, because you know that that
0: pipe now is is uh, you know damaged yeah old and rusted out so it's just one pin home yeah, right. compromise one that's
1: compromising you cut out as much as you can you know mm-hmm. cut two three feet out because you want to go way past the leak on either side but how much do you want a jackhammer mm-hmm. and um, fortunately now with all these slab on home or slab on grade homes that they've built in the mm-hmm. last 10 years they've got the technology down you know materials have changed so much that it's less of a worry
0: hmm. interesting I'm getting nervous now because I have a lot of water running under my slab. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. It's... Okay, just so dollar signs, I'm just probably. saying dollar signs is right. It's probably because, under the pool. and they're all got that coating yeah, on it pool. because concrete and and uh, and copper don't mix well. No. So when you have a concrete uh, and a copper pipe running up through the concrete, and that and that pipe has not got a protective ring around it or, or covering. Sleeve on is it, what we sleeve call it. Sleeve on yeah. it, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's that that is that becomes a problem. T- yeah. In
1: the old days, they didn't do it. Right in St. Paul, it's actually most of them are lead lines running underground. Yeah, comes up, it goes through the meter, and ah. then it'll go branch off one place and it'll go back underground. Really? They ran lead underground. Right,
0: none of the kids in those neighborhoods learned how to read.
1: Nope. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. That is awful. uh, We
0: have a – you guys are putting a furnace in. This is something I would uh, caution people or or just tell people about. We're doing a lot more pre-inspections of things now. And so anytime we go into a home for sale, and this is a property that we've got coming on the market in January or – thereabouts, this uh, early in 19. And so we we wanted to do all of our pre-inspections because we know that the buyer is going to do an inspection. So we go out there and we look at things and make sure that anything that would come up on a typical inspection we're aware of and that we can address it. Well, one of the things was we knew we had an older furnace. So we said, you know, we need to get H2C out there and take a look at this furnace Mm -hmm. because it's going to be an issue. So either we want it certified that it's good to go And checked out so that we can remove that objection from the table or we got to deal with it. Well, as it turns out, you know, lots of rust on the heat exchanger, you know, and where there's lots of rust on the heat exchanger, you know, that it's there's probably pinholes in there or there are about to be. And so uh, you couldn't certify it. And and now uh, we're going to have to have that furnace replaced. Well, we would have had to have done it anyhow because it would have come up on the inspection. But now, because we were proactive about it, you know we could we can deal with it and we can deal with it in a time frame that we can live with and and uh, take care of the, and putting the furnace in. and once we got the furnace, and now we can market that property as having a new furnace. Hmm. It's just such a so much of a better thing to do, and it goes to the same thing with all the plumbing too if you're If you're dealing with one of those 80s, 90s you know built homes. You know, probably it wouldn't be a bad idea just to replace all of the faucets because they're an old style. They are corroded. They look bad, and it's so inexpensive to have to have uh, HUC go out there and just replace them all. You know, it takes a day, and then you've got this nice new mm-hmm. look on everything, and and uh, it just it almost looks like you re, you know you've updated everything with it, and it takes. It do you th- do out. you find that people then won't get their own inspection? when they purchase that home because you already provide them one? No. Or do they still? Uh, No, they still, people are not that trusting. I mean, they still want to have their own inspection. We do it more for the seller so that we can head things off at the pass and that if anything is coming, some items they may want not to address. Okay. But at least we're aware of them so that when they come up on the inspection, we're like, okay, yeah, we knew about that, and now we're in a position where we know what the issue is if if it's uh, you know if it's decorative or whatever it is, we know what the cost is to fix, and we're in a, just a little bit better position to.
1: Or an objection becomes a feature then. Like how far out, Pete,
0: are you from? Uh, if when a call comes in, how quick can you respond?
1: Right now, pretty quick. Real quick. Yeah, um, when it gets cold, it's a little longer, you know. But um, right now, we're we're looking pretty good.
0: So someone's uh, in a, in a market right now, or they're getting their home ready for sale, and they want someone to come out and check it out. What's the best number to call?
1: 612-791-0850. 612-791-0850
0: or go to myh2c.com. That's what I like to do. myh2c.com. You can fill out the little thing right there and set up the appointments easy to do. myh2c.com. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Get
1: that